Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Input B. I am your host, B. This is episode seven, and we are back in the house, back in the house. We got a lot of great topics for y'all today. I got some people in the background hanging out with me. My Shout out my brother, the GOAT, Eddie, 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 Eddie J. And uh, he'll, he'll be just watching. Uh, hopefully, we got some content for y'all coming soon. We had some stuff. We did some practice runs, but... Stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. I hope y'all ordered your motherfucking shirts. I've got merch out. Don't forget. What a maneuver. What a maneuver. The links are all in my Instagram. Buy input.b on Instagram. So make sure you go cop some merch. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube and all that good shit. But yeah, uh, we are back. Shitty air quality in Chicago today. Shitty air quality. Uh, Canada's on fire, y'all. Canada caught fire today. So if you were in the Chicago area and you stepped outside, you were definitely smoking about 12 cigarettes today <laughs> with one inhale. With one inhale. It was pretty fucking bad. Um, I have asthma, so my shit acted up like a motherfucker the last two days. I didn't even know. I rode my bike to work, Eddie. I rode my bike to work today knowing that the fucking air quality was... Was garbage. It's not that long. It's only a six minute ride, but my asthma fucking yeah, my asthma was was all fucked. But yeah, so the Canadians are on fire after Forbidden Door. I'm talking wrestling at the beginning of this shit because that shit was unmotherfucking real this this weekend. So AEW's Forbidden Door two took place over the weekend on Sunday, and yeah, there was just so much good fucking wrestling this weekend. So much good wrestling. Um, my favorite match, obviously, if you can not see in the background, the greatest, the greatest wrestler of all time, Kenny Omega, had match of the year again. He had match of the year at the beginning, and he'll have match of the year at the end of the year. Uh, it was a fantastic match with Will Ospreay. So for those of you who don't watch wrestling or don't watch AEW, make sure you go check that out. AEW Forbidden Door. Kenny Omega killed it. That match was filled with just... It was like 40 minutes of just fucking hard-hitting, uh, back-and-forth, uh, odes to Chris Benoit. I know people hate Chris Benoit, but there was odes to Chris Benoit. Crossface in Canada on the anniversary of, I believe, or close to the anniversary of his death. So, that was some stuff that was going on during the match. Obviously, Kenny Omega lost, but, again, match of the year. Match of the year twice this year so far, and we're in fucking June. So I don't think any, I don't think anything will top those two matches. You'll have one or the other will be match of the year, either the one in January or the one this past Sunday. So uh, on the show, they also had Punk, who uh, obviously what I what I thought would happen happened, which was he would get booed. When he was out of Chicago, I was very interested to see how the rest of the crowds out of Chicago would treat him. And Punk got booed in Toronto. Well, mixture, mixture of, mixture of reactions, right? So some people were booing him, some people were cheering him, but it wasn't the same as it was in Chicago, where he had the hometown crowd cheering for him the entire time. And I was just like, ah, fuck this guy, you know? Yeah, he's from Chicago, so you know he 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 had like the crowd going crazy for him here. And then he went to Toronto, and it, w- it wasn't the same. So, yeah. So that's pretty much my thoughts on uh, the Forbidden Door 2. was fantastic. Uh, Danny Bryan broke his arm, which is not good, because we're not too far away from all-in Wembley in August. So that's not good, because he's going to be probably out of that, that show with a, a broken uh, arm or forearm of some sort. So he's gone. But it was fucking badass, man. That show was, was the shit. I also went to a GCW show. I was, it was a pa- packed wrestling week for me. I went, I went to AEW on Wednesday, GCW show on Friday. The GCW show was fucking badass as always. And I got to see Vikingo, which is for, for those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't watch wrestling, Vikingo is a luchador from Mexico who's doing his first American tour. And he did fucking great. Didn't expect less. Didn't expect less. But yeah, so lots of wrestling. Lots of good wrestling, Eddie. I know you don't watch wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like none of my friends watch fucking wrestling. 
Yeah. yeah, none of my fucking friends watch wrestling. None of my uh, immediate circle friends. But now I have another my buddy uh, Josue. Shout out Josue. We watch uh, wrestling all the time. We go to wrestling shows all the goddamn time, and we plan on going to some more hopefully this September. Because nice. all out will be in Chicago. They'll be back in Chicago. So, yes. With that being said, though, that's enough about wrestling. I don't want to bore the fucking people who don't watch wrestling, uh, who don't watch wrestling to fucking death. But we've got. I wanted to talk a little bit of music, a little bit of music. I did listen to a, a podcast earlier this week, um, Travis Scott, Travis Scott and the Utopia album, right? So apparently people, you know, some folks thought that the album was going to come out sooner than, than it was, right? And it wasn't coming out. Obviously, there's been a lot of people, there's been a lot of uh, talk about his album. Travis Scott has a new album coming out. Uh, everybody's excited for it there's been snippets all over the internet there's got some songs with bad bunny there's some really good songs with other artists i'm excited to hear the album my damn self but but i did have some some questions for folks right and i do undo i do think it's very important to bring up uh he got canceled y'all if i remember correctly he got canceled y'all tried to cancel him at the very least so now that now that i see the excitement over him coming back it's just very funny to see the 360 with folks <laughs> the 360 of of uh people now now not wanting to um talk shit about them right now they're all excited now oh my god utopia's coming out i'm so excited i've always been a travis scott fan uh but utopia is coming out and people forgot that he's canceled uh i never had him canceled because i never blamed him for the shit shit happens but yes so now the new rumored date that I'm hearing, I don't know if you heard this, Eddie, but the new rumored date based on billboards that he's been putting up is that he is putting out the album July 21st. That's the new, that's the new, the new rumor that the July 21st, this album comes out, which would put that when, what day is that? Let's see. Yeah, it's a Friday. It's the last Friday of the month. No, close to the last Friday of the month. It's the second to last Friday. So that would put it July 21st is when Travis Scott new album is supposed to come out. I think I'm excited. I hope he has a Travis Scott feature. I mean, uh, not Travis Scott feature. <laughs> I hope he has a Kendrick Lamar feature. I would I would be interested to hear another Kendrick Lamar feature. Or or even better, a Baby Keem feature. Maybe. I would... Why is dropping the 21st? No, maybe Privy, Eddie. Why is it dropping on the 21st? Um, I heard it's because Uzi's dropping an album next week or within the next two weeks. And him and Uzi are really cool. So, so he didn't want to... He doesn't want to take the... The shine. Yeah. Ah, that makes sense. Uh, I'll, I'll take a Travis Scott album or a Lil Uzi Vert. I'm almost thinking, yeah, he would outsell Lil Uzi Vert. Right. I, I don't think he has anything... I think he's being nice about it. <laughs> I think he's being nice about not putting out an album the same day as Lil Uzi Vert. I also checked out um, uh, Young Thug's album, Business is Business, came out, which I thought was pretty good. Overall, pretty good. I was a, I, I like Young Thug. There's a few albums that he had that were good, and then early on in his career, he had really good albums. So Business is Business came out. Obviously, he's fucking going through his shit with the um, trial stuff, and he's still in prison. Um, yeah. Uh, the album had features from Lil Uzi, speaking of, right? Lil Uzi, 21 Savage, two Drake features. The Drake features were fine. I think the, I think the second one was better than the first one. I, I don't have the names of the song off the top of my head. You want to look those up, Eddie? Yeah. But he had two, two features, right? So he had two Drake features, an Uzi feature, 21 Savage. I'm sure he had more people on it, but these are the ones that stuck out to me when I listened to it. Uh, the Uzi feature, Uzi killed that. I'm not gonna lie, he he floated on that. He floated on that song. What was the name of that song, Eddie? Hellcat Kenny. Hellcat Kenny, yeah, yes. One of the Drake Parade on Cleveland, and then Oh um, You Went. Oh You Went. I think Parade on Cleveland was the slower one of the two. And then Oh You Went is number one on the Billboard. Okay, so that's the, uh, that's the that's the banger. That's definitely the banger, right? I don't know, man. For people who don't, who don't know, I haven't talked much about music on this podcast, but I, I do want to say that I'm not much of a Drake fan anymore. So, earlier work, fantastic. Newer work, repetitive. He signed, he signed, what was that? Why? Why? 
why 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 i'm not a fan it's just repetitive sound like it sounds just so repetitive i have a problem when artists sound repetitive and don't go out of their comfort zone and me and ed talked about this before we talk about it all the time i just have a problem with artists not going out of their comfort zone and sticking to what they know and drake the weekend j cole they all kind of find they all kind of fall into the same same thing right and and it's very poppy sounding very that's i don't know it just it's it's, it's kind of lame you know i appreciate people like kendrick lamar and people who stood out of the, step out of their comfort zone and i get it you know whatever makes you money makes you money as a, a star a superstar rapper or superstar artist caliber but I don't know. I just I just like a little bit more versatility, or at least try to trick me. You know, give me a different beat, give me a different sound. But I don't know. Just it's very repetitive. So yeah, for those who don't know, I don't like Drake. I don't really like Drake like that. So you ask me if I'm taking Kendrick Lamar or Drake in a rap battle. Drake has been hiding behind everyone and does not want to smoke with Kendrick Lamar. And he's my favorite. I think I've said that before. Kendrick Lamar is my favorite rapper of all time. More music. More music shit. We have the Pusha T and Jim Jones beef. Pusha T and Jim Jones are beefing. And it all stems from, for people who don't know, right? Let's let's catch people up. Jim Jones was on some show. I think it was Drink Champs or some shit. One of those fucking shows. Or one of those interviews. And he said that nobody knows Pusha T versus. And that Pusha T is like, nobody wants to be like Pusha T and... Who's what rapper? What aspiring rapper wants to be like Pusha T? And then he asked people in the room, like, do you know uh, Pusha T verse or do you know uh, Pusha T this and a Pusha T song or how many hits does Pusha T? I like Jim Jones. I'm not too privy on his discography, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that Pusha T is way more memorable and more relevant than Jim Jones. And I get it. Jim Jones had the whole dipset thing. I think what separates Pusha T from Jim Jones is that they were both in groups and Pusha T was able to still do his shit outside of the clips. So Jim Jones, I don't think, did his shit as well outside of the group uh, dipset. So he was part of dipset, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, I, you know, and then they both released, so Pusha T kind of released a, a, a disc that never really came out, which I'm waiting for, uh, never came out in MP3 or on any of streaming the streaming things, it came out and debuted on a Louis Vuitton show, uh, Louis Vuitton for, um, what's his name, god damn it, Pharrell. Yeah, so for on a Pharrell, one of Pharrell's uh, Louis Vuitton sh- uh, shows, Pusha T debuted it, you know, kind of responding to what Jim Jones has said in the interview, and then Jim Jones did one of those things that Eddie likes, the shit with the microphone hanging from the ceiling. Mm. Yeah, Jim Jones yeah. did Jim Jones did one of those. What I did see on the internet a lot was people talking shit a bit about the way, uh, it was though about the way the disses were delivered, which I thought was kind of stupid. Like, like people were ragging on gems for releasing the the response on one of those, um, on one of those videos. Basically, they were like, "Oh, like it's tacky as fuck," and Pusha T did it on a loop. None of that shit fucking matters. Like, whatever, you know. And Jim Jones mentioned like Pusha T writing jingles for for shit, but Pusha T I think hit back harder because Pusha T mentioned Jim Jones uh, having his house repossessed and shit like that. So. So Pusha T, I think Pusha T is the that's what it is. Pusha T is the Nardwar of rap. Where like like he knows some shit. Yeah, like he like like really Googles your shit. Like really, really Googles your shit and hits you where it fucking hurts. Uh when it comes to the rapping shit. So he really digs some shit up. So I don't know. If I was Jim, I would stay away. I don't think Pusha T's lost a beef. He's he's beefed with common. He's beefed with Lil Wayne. He's beefed with Drake. He's beefed now with Jim Jones. I don't think he's lost any of them. So I I would second guess beefing with Pusha T if I were Jim Jones. I would have left that alone, actually. I almost think that he thought that that would gain, more, gain him more attention. Yeah. Pusha T response. 
Pusha T hasn't responded no today. But if Pusha T responds, I don't I don't think it'll be as nice as the first one. Yeah. So I think people should leave Pusha T alone. Pusha T is scary. Pusha T scares me. So I don't know. I just I would definitely stay away from all of that. So anyway, enough about music. Uh let's get into some I guess not so funnies. I don't have too many funnies this week. There's no, there's not really too much funnies. There's, oh, uh, uh, we could jump ahead to some funnies. Um, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Who you got, Eddie? <laughs> in a cage fight, like a, in a UFC style fight. Even though Mark Zuckerberg is a, is a, what I read is Mark Zuckerberg is a white belt jujitsu, uh, like certified. Like he is a white belt. Which means, I don't know if you know what that means. Yeah. It's like the first level yeah. of jujitsu. Yeah. So he's like first level of jujitsu. You still got. I still got Elon Musk. You still got Elon Musk? Yeah. Why? Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg definitely got that white belt because they felt bad for him. <coughs> they were like. You should. It's one of those like things where like you're famous, so they take it easy on you. I feel like most like I feel like when you're famous, you already won at these things. Mm-hmm. Like if you join a tournament, they're gonna let you win, based off the fact of who you are. Right, like you went back. Yeah, yeah. Like these fucking like Shaq and all these motherfuckers go back to school and they get the shit done in like fucking two months. And now I got it. You're a fucking doctor now. What the fuck, like? You went to school for two, two, two months, my guy. You went, you went to school for eighty-two games or whatever the fuck it is, and now you got your fucking master's degree in business. Like what? Fucking trash. And that's exactly what I think happened here. Is is Mark went to go to a fucking jujitsu tournament, and then he fucking they gave him the belt just because of who he was. The guy probably like laid down and was like, I don't know. Fun thing, funny thing about Mark Zuckerberg, right? There was a, you know, everybody was trying to cancel uh, David Cho. David Cho was the guy who was on beef. Asian dude. Anyway, I became obsessed. So it's kind of bad, right? I guess. So all that negative shit came out about uh, David Cho during his beef time. And then I fucking uh, took it upon myself to Google this guy. And I was like, man, who the fuck is this dude? Like, why do people hate him so much? Anyway, it was about some interview he did. I think I talked about it on this pod. But David Cho is an artist and he did the way he blew up this is his story the way he blew up was uh mark zuckerberg had him go to facebook headquarters and draw for him like he found him like he like he found him like somewhere and he was like oh like i want you to do artwork for uh facebook and then when he was at facebook mark asked him do you want me to pay you in cash or do you want to buy stock uh, Facebook stock and Facebook wasn't big at the time yeah. and so then he was uh, David Cho always be, he's always like oh I, I was uh, I was a dumbass people would call me a genius but I was a dumbass and just said pay me in stock like I didn't even think about it yeah. so I was like pay me in stock and then he fucking obviously Facebook is like what I don't know bil- worth yeah. billions and billions of dollars now and I'm sure uh, David Cho still owns stock in Facebook which he's been on interviews yeah. saying like he's like I don't need the work anymore i don't need to do shit because like i came anyway he did artwork for mark zuckerberg's headquarters like he went around an entire empty building and just was painting random shit on the walls so he did like a bunch of artwork at the facebook headquarters you know people always talk about rich people do dumb shit i thought that was pretty cool you know i thought thought that was like pretty fucking uh badass and, and I just find that guy's story very interesting. Plus, he has, like, a bunch of, like, things. He went to recovery. He did, like, he was an addict, uh, addict apparently, or he was addicted to gambling. And, like, he was so addicted to gambling that he, he would go to Vegas and they would, like, have to, like, create a new rule for him because he was betting, like, a fuck ton of money. It's crazy. But we talked about, like, rich people doing stupid shit, right? Rich people doing, like obnoxious shit you know everybody becomes a fucking saint right like everybody becomes a fucking saint uh when they see like all these rich people do the shit that they do they're like oh you know like if i was rich you know i wouldn't do that shit you know or if i was no you would you would definitely do it 
You would definitely do it. You would, we would all do something stupid that somebody else who's poor would look at us and be like, oh. Yeah. But I'm a poor, so like right now, like I have to be like, <laughs> like I'm a poor right now, so I have to be like, oh, the shit that you're doing is stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's just the, the right thing to say as a poor, you know, as a poor guy. But I saw, so when the shit with the fucking submarine happened, right? When the shit imploded or whatever the fuck, and everyone was too fucking good to, you know, everybody all of a sudden was like, I wouldn't do that, you know, because I, I don't, because I have $250,000 lying around and I wouldn't do that shit, right? Well, it brought up this thing where I was like, man, I want to look up like rich shit people do. Like, I want to know what outrageous shit rich people do with their money and come to find out that fucking going underwater to see a fucking titanic whatever artifacts is not the craziest thing rich people do the craziest people this is so i looked it up right and it was on like some business thing and it said the high high risk trips that wealthy travelers are booking right and this is what people rich people do this obviously the shipwreck ain't shit the submarine shit ain't shit compared to this shit. So, look at people do some dumb shit. You thought that that was dumb. You can go to space. People, rich people, go to space. That costs four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go up to space. Mm-hmm. Like they take trips to like Jeff Bezos. That's what it cost him to take that trip. See, a ticket for Blue Origin space flight last that lasts about eleven minutes. Um, auctioned for twenty eight million dollars last year. No way. No. Yeah, bro. See, a company est- uh, the according to uh, Routers, Bezos company estimated that in 2018 the future tickets will likely fall between 200 and 300 thousand dollars, but right now it's 450 thousand dollars. Yep. And look at this one to climb Mount Everest, 200 thousand dollars. Fans of Mount Everest can climb it for 19, 199,000 euros, roughly about 218,000. Dollars, under spare time or limited time for long excursions, you can sign up for a three-week package with close expert attention and oxygen. <laughs> can you believe that, bro? The the even that's even that's pricey even for my uh, Everest trips, which National Geographic uh, wrote last year that would cost around forty to one hundred thousand dollars. So it's a little bit more expensive than that. But yeah, basically you go off on an expedition and shit. The funniest one I found out of all of these was this one trips to remote locations where you can get lost how much is that hundred thousand but so basically lost. yeah basically there's a travel company called black tomato and they offer like shit where like you can go like in the middle of fucking nowhere and basically it's called the get lost service gets customers some say in where they go they suggest ideas for terrains uh but their destination will remain a mystery until they get there um, the company also offers options for customers to choose how to get lost, right? So customers in the get lost trip are encouraged to give up their cell phones for satellite phones. Isn't that crazy? So stupid. <laughs> it takes some fear of the unknown away, but it's pretty out there. The idea behind it is partially uh, the digital disconnect, basically. But uh, it's like in the most extreme rich way. So if y'all thought like, y'all thought like, yeah, I wonder what happens like once you get there. I guess you just right. Oh, I maybe you phone them in with the phone they give you because they give you a phone. So like they give you that you get rid of your own phone and then this sounds like a church retreat. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when you go to oh what are those like, you know when you were a child and those buses were around, the white buses with the blue letters on it, yeah. and there was some guy knocking at your door with six kids, who like he belonged to a cult, and he was like, hey, do you want to go to fucking camping with us for a weekend all you have to do is fucking praise jesus that's the st- that's the type of that's what that reminded me of right but yeah bro basically people do some wild shit like there's like somewhere they take you out into the middle of nowhere uh on a boat so like you can take a boat like a like a whatever fishing boat or something like that, and they take you to the like deepest part of the ocean <laughs> i have ever since i saw the 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 submarine sink I've rethought the idea of ever getting on a cruise. And I've seen videos now of like people doing the cruise shit. It's a no for me, dog. It is a no. 
Like the the shit that you see on those things, like the waves in the dark. No way, no way. I I I just told you I listened to that podcast and y'all were talking about uh, space or water. Mm. Fuck that. Send me to space. I'm good. Send me. Send me to space. I am not going in the water. No way. I am not going in the water. Guarantee survival my dick. There is no fucking way you're putting me in the water, bro. Like, I get it. There's stuff in fucking space that we haven't seen. Good fucking whatever. My girl put this in perspective for me. There's stuff in the water that doesn't breathe like us, my G. Mm-hmm. That's baffling to me. Yeah. Like, there is literally stuff that we can physically see. That breathes not like us. That has a completely different way of breathing. Yeah. That they can go all the way down there to parts of shit that we can... At least we can go to space at some point. And the shit, you know, like, you can go as far... The thing about space is time. The thing about water is that you can't, like, the pressure. You know, like, for space, you can fucking disappear for seven, eight years. You can find somebody that wants to fucking go for 15 years and fucking go as far as he can fucking go. For water, you can't. You can only go so far. There's so much... When y'all talked about that shit on there, when y'all talked about that, it was... There's so much, bro, of the water that we don't know about. I think we know, like, 10% of what the whole water. Like, what the fuck? And we're, like, 75% of that. Like 75% of earth is water Or whatever the fuck I don't You scientists come out the woodworks And fucking tell me what the answer is But The point is that there's a fuck ton of water And we only know like 10% of it That's insane to me What if you don't explore it So what if Somebody just said You want to know what's at the bottom of the ocean Or want to know what's in space Without going to explore it Like just watching Just knowing No yeah just having the information Or just like yeah just watching I guess Yeah, I would rather know what's on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather know what's on the bottom of the ocean. I don't give a fuck about what. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like at this point, space, whatever, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, if whatever's out there looks anything like us, whatever. I'm almost thinking that what we're looking for doesn't look the like the way that we think it looks. Like the the aliens or whatever, they don't look like that. They don't look with fucking big eyes and they're not driving around fucking spaceships. Like, I don't think so. I don't think that's what they look like. But, that's not here or there. I've been listening to a lot of shit. I'm paying attention to y'all, by the way. Hey, listen, I be wanting to jump into conversations when I watch all these shows or all these fucking podcasts. Just because I, I like to hear uh, different perspectives and views that people have. Um, I was buying tickets the other day, Eddie. Well, actually, I was looking to buy tickets, right? And, you know, I'm like, you know, looking for tickets to go to Michelada Fest, right? I wanted to take my girl to Michelada Fest here in Chicago. And then I realized something, right? Somebody was like, hey, man, the tickets are pretty cheap. I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, yeah, the tickets are, dude, they're like 80 bucks. I was like, all right, cool. I can do 80 bucks. Went on the website. I was like, yep, they're 80 bucks, right? Hit the... You know, put my information in, put two tickets into the fucking thing. And then I get to the checkout. And the shit's like $245. I was like, last I checked, it was $80. What's 80 plus 80, Eddie? (laughs) How did we get to 200? And $40. Can somebody explain that to me? It was like one of their websites, like their like their own shit. So then I was like, man, where the fuck did all this come from? Service fees. Service fees. Yeah. What the fuck is up with service fees? Yeah. Wow. Right. So I was I was so that like again, man. When things happen to me, I look I go into the deepest part of the internet to go or the deepest part of anywhere I could find information. Yeah. And look shit up, right? So I was like, man. What the fuck, right? Service fees. All the service fees, all this shit. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean, right? So, I pulled up an article, right? Apparently, Chicago's in the the thick of this, right? Mm, I believe it. And so, 
what they're saying is that restaurants are trying to add a service fee to be able to pay their employees a higher rate. So instead of tipping, you just you'll be charged a service fee yes. and then you'll be able they'll be able to pay their employees more um, straight out as opposed to what would you, what would you yeah, what you would do as a minimum wage tip tip uh, based employee. Right. And so they're adding all these service fees and shit and and. And some people are against it, and some people are for it. Where do you fall, Eddie? Do you do you would you as rather a as a consumer? I'd rather, rather leave a tip. You would rather leave a tip. Are you a generous tipper? Yes. Yes. I've okay. Learned I've learned to be. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I've been reading. Right? Is these all these service fees and all this other shit? What I don't understand is where the fuck on the internet. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like what are the what service what what service fee am I what am I paying for you know what I'm saying yeah like when it comes to that what am I paying for maybe the venue like maybe the workers who work the venue I don't know I think it matters where you buy it I'm why sure. why you say that because so when we bought pricing tickets right the tickets were sixty bucks right mm hmm my total for the pricing ticket was like sixty four dollars mm hmm. It's like a four dollar service fee, mm-hmm. and we bought it through AXS, I think. Not AXS. I forgot what we bought it through. Yeah, but I think it depends on where you buy it from, because different companies have different service fees. Yeah. My assumption is that where we buy it from, it's they're re- doing really well, so they only charge four dollars. So maybe where you buy it from, it's so expensive. Yeah, but Ticketmaster fucking charges an arm and a leg for service fees. You know, what I'm saying? and they're like a monopoly of tickets. Yeah. yeah. They're almost they're they're so bad that people are trying to cancel them. That's how bad they've gotten, yeah. to the point where yeah they're trying to cancel. Uh, oh, I think I figured out why it was like that. Maybe it was, or not, whatever. But yeah, mm. so yeah, uh, Ticketmaster is trying to get uh monopoly. They're like a monopoly of ticket things. So I guess I I don't know, man. I don't know where the service fee goes for when you buy fucking tickets, but it's fucking annoying. Yeah. So. Yeah, inflation my ass, bro. Like, the fuck? Where they're doing the service fee, the service charge at a restaurant. That's I like that though. I'm with that. I'm with the idea of paying the 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 employee more. Just as long as you don't expect me to tip after that either. I think they do. They expect you to tip after that. That's bullshit. I am not doing that. You have a service fee for a reason, my guy. That's like the fucking gratuity the fee. Good fee. gratuity fee. fee. Is it similar to a gratuity fee? Yes. The service fee is added onto like your bill. So then when you leave a tip, you're tipping the, the waitress or the waiter. No. Like when you leave the service fee is for the That's not happening. The, the, the restaurant. You know why it's not happening? Because then I should be able to get tipped in my job then. Right? I should be able to get tipped. If if the whole reason of you getting tipped, of you getting the service fee, is because you want to play, pay your employee more, then why the fuck am I tipping? Then I should be able to get tipped at my job on top of my regular pay. Like that's what that's my question, right? When I did this podcast, when I did this podcast at the beginning, I said, "What? What? Uh, who dictates who gets tipped?" In what fields? Mm-hmm. Like it should be. I think restaurant workers get tipped because they make the lowest amount of money. Oh. So you make more than restaurant. Not if you're getting the service fee, because I saw the. the service fee. I don't think it goes to you. I think it goes to the restaurant. Yeah, it goes to the restaurant for the restaurant to be able to pay you more, and so that's for that's what I'm struggling with, like being like, because if 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 now you're making an adequate amount and you're no longer the person at the bottom of the barrel, then. I don't know. I think it depends. Let's say somebody leaves a. That's that's fucking crazy. Somebody leaves a five dollar tip. The waitress. And you're making twenty three dollars an hour. Ideally, you're making the lowest because you rely on tips. But if somebody leaves a five dollar tip, right? Yeah. The waitress inherits that whole five dollars. Yeah. The service charge, the service fee is five dollars. The waitress inherits. 
But this portion of that, so ideally they still should make their money off it. Well, the article I read said that the service fee. It didn't matter what the service fee was, right? The service fee was like let's say I don't twenty five percent or something, twenty percent, whatever the fuck it may be, right? Some goofy ass shit, right? The employee then is able to pay that server who isn't relying on because you're not tipping anymore. Now if you're tipping, like you're no longer getting the option to tip. Now you're just tipping because you're a nice guy. But that employee now, instead of making federal or state minimum wage, is making a regular, like if you were to work at fucking Target or whatever the fuck, and you're getting paid, I don't know, $20, $21 an hour. Like some of the restaurants that I saw, the guy was paying his employees like between $19 and $25 an hour. On top, on top of... You're telling me, like that, that thing was telling me that on top of that, people... if somebody's feeling nice they're still tipping Mm. so that means i don't know if you work at a a decent restaurant you're a decent waitress oops if you're a decent waitress i mean you're coming out with what hundred something dollars in tips and then you're making 25 bucks an hour yeah yeah exactly so i don't know man the whole thing is is weird i but chicago is in it like chicago is in it uh, in in the thick of it, I think yeah. the mayor is like a big uh, supporter of that shit. Yeah. So, you tip 15% you, or 20%? I tip. See, I don't, I don't, I don't normally uh, look at that. So I normally don't do it. Okay. Ideally, whenever I do it, like I don't sit there and be like I calculate it. I'll I'll ideally kind of hit it on the head as to what it's supposed to be at the bare minimum, right? And so I go from there. How was my service? And then I work my way up. If 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 you were if you were a shitty person, you'll still get a tip from me. It just won't be the percentage. It'll just be the this is this is my rule. If you fucking you were a shitty waiter, you're getting five dollars. That's it. Minimum. Five dollars. That's a lot for us. And that should be yeah, for a crabby waiter that should be fucking fantastic. Like that should be great. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be getting shit. But I'm a nice guy. So sometimes I'm a nice guy. So, but yeah, the whole tipping service fee shit is, is wild to me. And obviously that started with the pandy because people weren't able to work. Like restaurants weren't able to keep people. So they, they were looking for alternative ways to keep people, incentives to keep people. But now pandy's over, so I don't know. There is this fucking thing, bro, I wanted to talk to you about. It's so interesting to me. It's so interesting to me. Did you hear about the shooting with the lady and her son? You didn't hear about it? Okay. So there's a there was a there was a lady and her son, right? They were at a it says uh Maxwell, uh Maxwell Street Express, right? In Chicago. And an argument happened, right? The lady's son shot the guy that was harassing his mom. Mm-hmm. By harassing I mean he was beating the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, trigger warning for all you softies. Um, yeah, the guy was hitting, beating the shit. I shouldn't say it that way. Was hitting, was assaulting, physically assaulting the mom. And then the son went to the car, came back, shot the guy. Bang, bang. Mom, son leave. They get arrested. They get released. Because the charges were dropped. So my question, right? Now look, I'm not one. Look, it. It was a shitty situation all around, right? The the son got put in a shitty situation. The mom got put in a shitty situation. Um, nobody should lose their life, right? Even if dude's beating the shit out of somebody, right? But there's a lot to unfold here. <laughs> First of all. I'm almost 100% sure that they were like, oh, yeah, she's got a FOIA card. First of all, FOIA card means you can buy a gun. It doesn't mean you can shoot one. Like, that doesn't mean you get to grab your gun and shoot whoever the fuck you want. Like, that's not a carry and conceal. That's for you to be able to purchase a gun and be able to go to the gun range, and that's it. Another thing, I'm almost certain that the kid can't shoot somebody with his mom's gun. (laughs) <laughs> Am I off on that? No, you're right. 
Like I'm almost he's fourteen. How though? You can't though. You can't. Look at when you go when you go like when you go to to carrying conceal course, right? There's always a question they ask you. They say, You you have a carrying conceal now. You have your gun. Middle of the night. Somebody comes in. You and your wife are sleeping. Somebody comes in your front door. Bam! Bust through it. Yeah. I'm robbing this motherfucker. Yeah. What are you doing? Is what they ask you. And you can't you, you can't shoot. You can't shoot. You can't. Right? You can't shoot. Right. right? It's almost damn near and I might be speaking out of pocket. I don't know the law. So I'm gonna start with that. <laughs> I don't know I don't I don't know the law, but I'm almost a hundred percent sure that in order for you to shoot somebody, you they would have to be attacking you in a way where you're fearing for your life. Exactly. So that would mean that they would either have to have a fucking gun or a fucking knife for you to be able to shoot them. Yeah. Right? The guy didn't have anything. The guy hit his mom. And I get it, right? Any fucking person with a brain or any kid or any fucking child with a brain would defend their mom. I get it. But he shot him. And then they left. And uh, the charges got dropped and I don't understand. Like, there has to be more to this shit. Yeah, I'd like to know the full story. You know, there has to be more, right? Like, they're And they're suing now. They're suing the people... Uh, I guess the state, the city, or Cook County. They're they're suing they're suing Chicago for emotional distress and for being, I guess, like wrongfully accused type of deal. Fourteen, right? So the guy died. The guy died. See, there they are. The hood, the, the hoods on behalf uh, have filed a lawsuit. Uh, uh, against the city of Chicago and the officers at the arrest. The complaint contains uh, counts of malicious prosecution, which is basically being wrongfully accused, right? A false arrest and intentional infliction of emotional distress. The attorney said, we do not take what happened to Ms. Uh, Hood lightly. We intend to pursue uh, this lawsuit and there will be additional lawsuits forthcoming. And then she said, everything I worked for has been tarnished. So, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I really don't get it. I don't know, like, <laughs> and they got into an argument. Like, this was in the restaurant. And then there is, so, she, so when a report initially came out, it said that she told her son to go get the gun. Right. That's probably But that, but that wasn't, but that wasn't it. She says that she told him to get in the car. And so in the video, I think you can hear her say, go to the car. Which can mean a bunch of multiple things. There's a video. Yeah. So somebody was recording it. So yeah, there was there was people recording the video as she is is getting punched by the dude. The guy's like, get say one more motherfucking thing or blah 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 blah. And it's he, crazy, right? Because somebody could be helping out. Yeah. Said you're recording. Yeah. That's what and so he fucking clocks her like three times. And then the third one, bang. Apparently he shot him and continued to shoot him. Like I think twice or something like that. I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't even understand. I don't even know how things get. Look, man, I'm not a hater, right? For one, I don't, I don't give a fuck, right? Cool. You know, you did what you had to do to save your mom, you know, and the guy died. And that's fine. Take your ball and go. Like it's all good. Leave it alone. You know, like what is the purpose of a of a lawsuit? For what? They didn't wrongfully arrest you. They fucking arrested you because you shot somebody. What the fuck? At least that's what I that's how I think it works. You know, you you, you shot somebody, so I don't understand like I don't know what they would claim. Self defense? Yeah, but how? Because you weren't the owner of the gun. Yeah. Like I can't, like I can't grab your gun and shoot somebody with it because you're in danger. And I think that's why they think it was okay because like, I'm not in a position where I can't go get my gun. So I'm gonna have my son. That's what I'm saying. But like, you think that that would work? 
Like you think that that you think that I would get away with it if you had a if you had a gun and you were getting your ass beat. So I went to go get it and then I shot the guy. Oh yeah, you're right. I guess yeah, family would would matter, right? I don't know, man. I just find it really weird. It's a re- really weird situation to be in. So, uh, yeah, this is in Chicago. Yep, it happened in Chicago. As if we didn't fucking have any more stupid shit going on in the city. But yeah, I don't know. I just would have left it alone. You know, you got your pass. I'm, I'm pretty sure you didn't go to fucking some crazy ass prison. I've never been to prison, but me and Eddie talked about this. We're too ready to go to prison, so I'm not. I'm not going to prison. But I just found it very, very interesting. So, oh, this is this is another one, Eddie. This thing. I think I'm getting old. That's what it is. I think I'm getting old, and I think I have more issues with stupid shit young people do now because I'm just getting old. But I was reading an article, and. It said, should we know where our friends are at all times? This is a Vox uh, script, like a Vox article. Should we know where our friends are at all times, right? And it talks about the location, the find me, the, the sharing your location, right? And so, I don't know. I, I, I don't like it. I don't feel like, and these are the questions I had lined up, right? Like, I don't understand why, like, who do you share it with? Like, family and friends? Yeah. And then, at what point does that become, like, creepy? And at what point is it being misused? Because I can see it being misused. I can, sit, I can, I can almost see it being like, hey, uh, I just don't want to hang out with you today, bro. But you have my location. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't hang out. And now I don't know, man. I just find it I just find it very weird. I find it very weird to share your location with people is what I'm trying to say here. I just think it's it's creepy. And like like why do you need to know where I'm at? I the only time I see it working is with your family. Like I could see that. Or if Okay, you don't want to give it to your family. You give it to your closest friend, and then your closest friend's like, you're going out somewhere. But then you can shut it off, but people don't do that. And so then what the article stated was that sharing your location, uh, whether you do or don't, has a lot to do with your age Mm -hmm. and the age group that you grew up in. And so, like, any people between, like, the 30s and stuff like that, like me, they're not... They're not uh, trying to share their location. But the younger generation, because they're so used to... Apparently, like... I don't know, man. I'm so fucking disconnected with youth nowadays. Apparently, like, it's very common for parents to have, like, apps that track their kids. Which I didn't know was a thing. So, like, there's, like, apps that people put on their phone... On their kids' phones, and it basically lets them know where they're at 24-7 all the time, right? And so, it basically says that, you know, this generation of kids is very used to... Uh, is very used to being watched all the time so that they don't mind sharing their location with whoever the fuck their friends their family or do you share your location? no I don't you don't I share my location is if somebody can't find me like where are you at like I'm right here in front of this place I'll share it and then you can literally go up to where I'm at Oh, like a find me, like a find me thing where like if you're like at like the beach or some shit and you're like, I'm at the beach and it's like where on the beach. Right. And then you send your location out. Or if I'm taking like a long trip somewhere. um, You just want to know. And I just want like my mom to know. Yeah. This is where I'm at. Yeah. Um, Or if I'm traveling alone. like. Yeah, that makes sense. See like that. that, I could see that. Yeah, it's just fucking weird. I don't know. Just fucking weird to me. Like. Also really drinking. Does it? Yeah. Is it like having like the Wi-Fi on or something like that? Yeah, it's just it's having the um, location on. Oh, uh, is it? Is it Bluetooth enabled or is it just phone? Like it's, it's just like something. Phone, like, uh, I have an Android, so you fuck you. Right, it, apparently, it is a thing. Yeah. Apparently, like before Apple had Find Me, this whole Find Me thing, uh, yeah. or location shit. Uh, 
Google and a bunch of other apps already had it. Yeah. It existed and people would just share that. Yeah. I've never used it. I don't even use the Google one. I, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I'll fucking point at a sign or some shit or be like, I'm by the fucking this. Or, yeah. I, 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 I'm not a big, I'm not big on, on, on sharing things. But I just found that very interesting that people would, would share their locations like that. But, um, there's a, where is this shit? Oh, the Jeffrey Epstein thing is wild. So Jeffrey, the, so I guess these fucking people finally decided to come out and be like, yeah, we fucked up. Sorry. Um, the, the jail people, like they did an investigation on the people that, that, that had them in the jail. And basically they were like, yeah, we fucked up. They, they had people, like, guards working uh, too many hours. Uh, they were lying about uh, how often they checked to see if he was in there. Uh, they didn't basically do their fucking job. So, I guess everybody kind of already knew that. But now they've confirmed it, that they fucking didn't do their fucking job. That they didn't do anything. And now we won't be able to tell, and he won't be able to tell us all the fucking creepos that, that were involved in this shit. But yeah, basically they came out and said, yeah, we fucked up. You know, there was people who were, there was a person who was on duty for 24 hours straight. You know, and then nobody did uh, regular checks after he attempted to commit suicide two weeks before that. So, yeah, see that the Justice Department's watchdog said Tuesday that a combination of negligence, misconduct, and outright job performance failures are the reason. Yeah, basically they fucked up. It's basically like, oops, we fucked up. Sorry. 13 employees. Yeah. And there was only two workers that were charged the night he was died, the night that he died. Avoiding jail time after they admitted to fucking lying about logging their rounds and shit. So, and then also there was a lot of shit that came out about Epstein today. Uh there was also the shit that uh JP Morgan apparently uh is is settling. They, I mean, to me, it looks like they're admitting that they saw like stupid shit, fraudulent shit on Epstein's account and didn't do shit about it. So anyway, people settled uh, the, the, huh? Right? Bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I got, I got JP Morgan. Come on, hook it up. Yeah. Uh, JP Morgan, you see JP Morgan Chase announced a tentative 200 million, 290 million dollar settlement. Monday with the victims of Jeffrey uh, Epstein who accused the bank of being the financial conduit that allowed the financier to continue operating a sex trafficking operation. So basically they were uh, allowing him to do this shit. You can sue people for whatever the fuck nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Does it? Yeah. Oh man. But then once you get that payout, bro. Cause it costs a lot. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely not do it. I'm, I'm too, I'm too fucking broke. <laughs> I'm too broke, and I don't have the energy. I'd be tired the first day. Yeah, I'd be like, ah, uh, you get, you know what? Whatever, man. I want the easy ones, the ones that you sign a piece of paper and they're like, here's your sixty nine dollars because you were at Six Flags on the fucking Superman and we gave you an ice cream cone. That that type of shit. That's the type of shit I like, you know. Or sorry, oopsie, we used your fingertips. Yeah, yeah, we used your fingertips and we sold it to, uh, you know, scientists scientist to see what you were doing, uh, and if you took that soda from the break room, you know, she like that, right? Like that's that's the type of stuff that they they used your fingers for. People need to get privy, bro. It like they they're selling our shit like crazy. We're in the wrong business. We we need to like get into like people's information and start using. Start using their information and selling that, cause that's what that's what they do. And then they go, "Oopsie, we got hacked." You know, we got, "Oops, we got hacked." Like, how do you get hacked, bro? You're a fucking multi-million dollar corporation. Your password's one, two, three. That you got fucking hacked. Like, come on, y'all, get together. All right, last thing, we're gonna close this fucking out. We're gonna close this out with uh, another funny. I only say it's funny because I was like, people are are, are really stupid. People have too much time on their hands and, and too much, uh, they want to create, I feel like the, I feel like people nowadays are full of excuses. Like we come out, we, we have an excuse for the excuse. 
as to why things get done the way they get done. Like this shit, micro cheating. You ever heard of it? Micro cheating? Yeah. Shit's fucking stupid, bro. Look, it's signs of signs of micro cheating in your relationship. Which is cheating. Why the fuck is it micro cheating? Secrecy. Secret lies and deceit are typically the center of any form of infidelity. Micro cheating is no exception. Example, keeping their phone face down when they're around their partner. <laughs> cross cross relationship boundaries, defensive and inattention. And then there was one that said examples of micro cheating, secretly messaging someone, flirting, maintaining contact with uh maintaining contact with the exes and people you used to like, secret friendships. <laughs> Adding and liking half-naked people's pictures, lying on your relationship status, uh, seeking intimacy uh, or intimate emotional relationships with exes, seeking friendships with people you find attractive, being touchy and flirty with the opposite sex, and confiding in your ex about your relationships. It's just cheating. Why are we calling it micro-cheating? It's just regular cheating. Like, why do people, why does this generation insist on creating terms for other, for regular shit that already exists? Like, my, like micro-cheating shouldn't be a thing when cheating, so what's cheating, cheating it doesn't say, it just, I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, yeah, actually, I guess cheating would be like, physical contact. yeah, like physical contact or like saying something out loud or. Yeah, how do you feel about that? It's all the same thing? Yeah. You think it's all the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. That's fucking weird. Why do why do you <sighs> I think I'm getting old, man. Because you're not actually acting on anything, that's why technically it's not, but like don't use the term micro cheating because like you might as well be if you're thinking about that and acting and wanting to do it. Yeah. Plus, it's, plus, this is all fucking, like, subjective. Yeah. Like, what che- cheating to you might not be cheating to somebody else, and what's micro-cheating to somebody else might just be regular cheating. Yeah. So why the fuck do we have another term for it? You're cheating. Yeah, you're cheating. Yeah, you're cheating. If you're fucking... Why is this micro-cheating talking to somebody else? Oh, Eddie, you know what I was, you know what I read? I read a funny, I read a funny. We'll close it out with this. I read a funny. The funny said, what do you call, we got to give this a name, by the way. We have to come up with a name, you you and I. What do you call the, the two dudes who hang out with, who only hang out because their girlfriends are best friends? <laughs> what do you call that? <laughs> He's not your boy. <laughs> He's not your friend. Situationship? No what? No what? Two dudes who hang out. That's so fucking weird, by the way. Like, that's weird as fuck. Here's a, here's a term. It's friendship by relationship. Friendship by relationship. Yeah. That's a good one. Friendship by relationship. I definitely... So he's my friend by relationship. I, I, I can say this. I have... I have My girl knows somebody who I don't like their, their partner. But I have to sit there and interact because there are, our girls are friends. So I've definitely been in a friendship by what? By relationship. <laughs> friendship by relationship, for sure. I, yeah, it's just weird. It's fucking weird. I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I almost it almost makes me not, not want to go. Yeah. Like it almost makes me like, especially if you don't like the guy. Yeah. But what if he's just your friend? Like, what if y'all cool? <laughs> but but that's the only time you hang out with him. Friendship by relationship. Friendship by relationship. So even even if you like him, like, yeah. and if you don't like him, it's just still yeah, friendship. On your own, yeah. that would be different then. So yeah, liking liking them would be friendship by relationship. Yeah. Not liking them would be some other shit. Yeah. But 
I think that's hilarious. I think that's really funny. I saw it on Twitter. I see a, I see a lot of garbage on Twitter, but it's fucking great. Um, but yeah, that's all I fucking got, man. That is the end of this fucking episode. Before, I don't want to end it the way I used to end it, but just go fucking go subscribe. Go uh, buy the merch, man. Buy the buy merch, merch. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a fucking t-shirt. It's plain and simple. I would have wore it today. I just ordered mine though. I'm yeah. super behind. I let everybody else. I was so excited that I let everyone else order except I didn't order myself one. But shout out to you if you ordered. Shout out to my brothers that ordered. And if you haven't fucking bought one, you're a fucking loser. And I'm talking to you. And you know who you know who I'm talking to. If you haven't bought one, you're a fucking lame. You probably don't even listening. But you're a fucking lame if you haven't bought one. Go buy a t-shirt. Go buy one for your mama. Go buy one for your grandma. Go buy one for everyone in your fucking family. Um, so go make sure you get that. Follow me on Instagram. Buy input.b. Go follow Apple Podcasts. Go follow Spotify. And go subscribe on YouTube. I'm out, motherfuckers. Peace. Peace.